Hey all my B-Wellers, it's Brisha here with the Being Well with B&Co podcast and I want to bring you your holiday season update on how to survive whatever business it is you might be in. As you guys know, alongside with my wellness coaching business, I also, in my day job, prior to that used to sling drinkware, photo frames, and a bunch of keychains, but now have introduced over to the dark side of all things that are children's toys and favorite Lego. So, being that I have been in retail management for quite a long time, I know that there are some key tell signs of when you're going to begin to burn out, and it's especially in the next five weeks. So what I want to go over with you guys today is what exactly retail burnout is, how to avoid it, and some other key pointers in kind of how to get your staff on board and really make sure that you end the year on a pivotal note, not only with your team being happy, you being in a good place, but your finances of your business being ready to make sure that the following year is in a great um, turning point to kind of start the year off on a well, great track. Now, as you know, the last five to six weeks are crazy busy. Usually the pivotal point starts at uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. We see that it gets it get, keeps getting pushed up earlier and earlier. I've tried to really not suffocate that. I've tried to keep the distinctions very clear so my people don't have to worry about it. But with that being said, stay tuned because I'm going to bring you more about how to avoid being burnt out and really just staying on track for the next few weeks. So clearly, there are some key reasons why a lot of employees get burnt out during the holiday season. And typically, one of the kind of main reasons is it's just super busy, super chaotic, um, and there's a lot going on. It can be really frustrating for a lot of employees because some of them uh, actually that are there uh, doing the job, they might be missing out on that quality family time during the holiday season to make sure that other people's needs are met, and it can kind of rub off in a resentment type of feeling. Uh, which is why you see a lot of people get frustrated, um, you know, with their jobs. You also see, too, another reason for retail um, burnout, and this is a more common one, is because wages are low, but you're working the longer hours, so it almost feels like you're not making enough money for what you're really doing, um, and overall it can just be frustrating. Um, I think another reason is that you have the sense of recognition, especially during the holiday season. A lot of people don't feel like they're being recognized for their accomplishments just because you're going, going, going. And even sometimes they feel like that during the time of year, that hard work and negative kind of behaviors are both being um, rewarded when they shouldn't just because employers try to do nice things during the holiday season and stuff like that. And also the environment can just be, could already have had a kind of a crack in the, foundation um, to kind of lead to that retail burnout during the holiday season being even faster. But mainly during the holiday season, the retail burnout has a lot to do with the fact is um, people just, they rather be doing things with their family. They don't necessarily want to be at work. And, you know, this is where kind of, you know, the, the things I'm going to explain to you can really help to avoid that burnout um, and really make it easier for your employees to kind of want to be engaged and want to uh, spend those hours there and not call in and not be a, a total Grinch during the holiday season um, because, you know, that can sometimes be a very big thing is people's attitude is going to obviously avoid people from coming in and stopping in your store. So um, some key things kind of, I think, that really make the difference are what I'm going to get to on the next um, side of just from a staffing standpoint, what can really help you um, 
kind of help to avoid that burnout and that nasty Grinch type attitude. So stay tuned, guys. Okay, so what I'm going to start off with all my BULers and welcome back to the Being Well with Co podcast is some of the key ways to make sure your staff will avoid that burnout and frustration and again, will not have that grinchy, sentimental feeling going on with them. Uh, the thing is, I think first and foremost is just kind of embrace the idea of the holidays. It can be super hard, but it can be super enchanting to be able to see little kids get really excited, grandma and grandpa have that emotional connection, um, and just really embracing what time of year it is and having that spirit and having that positivity, even as hard as it can be. And, you know, also embracing that lovely uh, Christmas music or holiday music, however you want to call it, that's going to be on in stores. Get into it. Groove around. Fear cheerful. And you know, engage with your customers about the holiday music because key in, but I've said time and time again, happy employees, happy customers equals revenue. So keep up with that and make sure, you know, they're into the holiday and festivities and things like that. Uh, the next thing that can really kind of make an impact is when it comes to scheduling. Obviously, some people are going to feel like seniority should be a factor or you know, level of management or whatever should be a factor, but make a scheduling policy and stick to it kind of in the essence all the way around. Um, it, you know, make sure that, you know, kind of that whoever is on par on those days so that the person that you have leading that day, make sure that the rest of the group is going to be able to keep up and kind of have that, um, you know, tenacity and flow. Now, obviously, if those days are slower, uh, you can decide to be generous and let people go home early um, and totally just kind of uh, let that be a thing. Um, I also think another scheduling thing that's really important is maybe do shorter shifts. You might have more employees in and out, and it might seem like a hassle, but if you do four to five hour shifts on those busy days and holiday times, it's really going to make it so employees aren't exhausted and aren't feeling the exhaustion um, and stuff that goes along with it. Um, I think another thing is, uh, another key thing here is to set realistic goals. Um, obviously, for me, I'm in the management role. I know the nitty gritty of you know pennies that I need to make. But make it easy for your team to set those goals. Um, maybe even together if they find an easier way to do it, but to set those goals and to reach those goals and make sure you're giving them what they need to go ahead and meet them. Time and time again, I see people say, okay, you need to make X, Y, Z, but they're not giving a roadmap on how to do it. And some staffs do need that. Um, I think another pivotal point is too, is as leadership, make sure your presence on your sales floor is there. Don't be in your office Get out there, get on the floor, support your team, and really push them to go the extra mile. And with that, you can also see what's going on, and you can kind of have a key eye and observation to see, you know, does your team need a break? Do, Do they need water? You know, I'm one of those people, maybe they can't leave the register area all day, but at least make sure they have a snack or water for that five minute period if they don't even get to get off the floor, that they have something. Be that extra support system and that extra eye that's observing to really help them and take care of them. Also, if you see that their attitude is kind of going downhill, you need to be able to kind of pull them off the sales floor as well to give them that break. You don't want that negativity pouring out amongst your staff, especially if you have a younger staff, which a lot of retailers do nowadays. You don't want that infectious negativity to be spreading around, especially during the holiday season. Um, 
Some other clear things that I think are really good, make sure your communication is really clear during the holiday season um, with promotions, discounts, and especially incentives. Um, I say now is the time of year to do an incentive program. People are looking for that extra kind of like prize or monetary value that's really going to help them maybe buy presents or, or make the holiday time a little bit easier. That's when I say to incentive, uh, incentivize is this time of year. So really just making sure that your scheduling is clear, your communication is clear, that your staff has the support they need, um, and that they're into the holiday season and that they know what's going on can make a big difference in the staff perspective. Next thing I'm going to jump into, if you're in the management role, what you can do to kind of make sure that you don't get burnt out um, and will be ready for this holiday season and next year as well. Hey again, my B-Wellers, here is the meat of this conversation for sure, is about as I being a manager, a lot of times, especially during the holiday season, we'll feel that we're going to lose our vision and our momentum for the year. And it just feels that that's when the burnout period could potentially hit for us as managers and leaders in our industries. I think one of the key reasons um, as to why I sometimes feel like it's just be, you're being burdened and weighed down is because you, um, you honestly feel so obligated to you know, make sure things go well, that you sacrifice a piece of your personal life to make sure that your store, which in a lot of people's minds is like their baby almost, um, is to make sure that your store ha has what it needs to survive, which is a crazy way of thinking, but I know I'm not the only one that thinks that way, that you really ha you have to make sure that the place might burn down if you're not there, um, which that's, it's good or bad to, to feel that way, um, but it can cause issues. Um, so for some people, you know, a lot of times in, during the year, you don't want to put pressure on anyone else. So you make those sacrifices when people call in um, or different things happen. And it should be an exception. It shouldn't be the rule that you just necessarily feel like you need to be there seven days a week. But it kind of is what ends up happening. But it, it should be avoided. Um, I think some of the key ways that you can avoid burnout are, for starters, Allowing yourself to enjoy the holiday season and that family and friends time um, and really making sure that you're enjoying the holidays. So for what I do is I like to feel prepared for the holiday season and I like to feel like I have a head start just because especially, you know, you're going to get bogged down with a lot of the different things. I start my holiday shopping early and I start wrapping early. And the reason why I do it earlier is I don't want to feel that last minute pressure of not being prepared and ready. And a lot of times, uh, beating the Friday trap alert, uh, is you save money sometimes when you pre-plan, you know, purchasing holiday presents. I know it can bring a little bit of fun out of it, but it is surely helpful. Um, I think the next way to really kind of beat that burnout is to keep yourself with a healthier, um, physical sense and mental sense. So one of the key ways you can do this is, and this is a, such a thing I recommend, if you take care of your feet, especially if you're on your feet a lot as a manager, they will take care of you. And what I mean by this is, you know, you need to, you're standing a lot, you're on the run a lot for a lot of hours. And, you know, when your feet are in a bad place, it can, you know, make sore, sore feet, bad posture, uh, pain in other areas. And you kind of really need your feet to be able to do what you need to do, like with stocking and, and you know, being able to be on the floor and stuff like that. So number one, um, wear comfortable shoes. Uh, you want to make sure you have that sole and arch support and that kind of uh, slip resistance. And honestly, it needs to be 
the kind of shoe that's comfortable to you, usually good sneakers are a good way, uh, you know, to kind of keep that. But so, I know for some people they don't like sneakers, so find what works for you. Uh, Skechers, Dr. Scholl's are usually a great thing. Um, the fatigue mats or cushion mats, they will be a lifesaver um, to stand on those you know, just to make sure that your feet are really kind of comfy. I know a lot of places are against stools and workbenches nowadays, so making sure you have those anti-fatigue mats um, to stand on are really good. And moving around, don't stay stuck. It, it can be really tempting to stay stuck in the same position for a long time, uh, but make sure you move around and walk. If you can get out of your building for like 15 minutes to take a nice walk for fresh air, go ahead and do it, but taking care of your feet will be a really good way to do this. Um, the next way to take care of yourself kind of in that physical realm while you're at work is stay hydrated. Water, 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 water. You're going to need it. Um, you're going to have to be able to handle it. And always have a, a water bottle. I say always keep a water bottle at work. Make sure you're washing it. Um, and fill it up and make sure you're drinking that water all throughout the day. And you can sneak that drink of water. Um, ice water is a good thing to have that when the ice melts. You can sneak that drink of water when no one's looking. And it'll definitely help you to feel better if you're staying hydrated um, to kind of make sure uh, that that happens. So you don't want the dehydration to creep on bone. I know I've had that happen to me uh, where, you know, my legs get sore and, and I get low and I have that fainting feeling. And you certainly do not um, want to go ahead and have that. So I think that's another important thing. Um, I think the next important thing uh, with just taking care of your health, and this is so important, um, is if you do any kind of like exercise routine or anything like that working out, I would still stick to it, still get your workout in, still make sure that you're feeling your body that way. Um, it, it's only going to help you, um, especially if you do some kind of like restorative and calming kind of thing like yoga um, or just like going for walks, stuff like that. Really, really tune into what's going to keep you calm and mentally focused. It's different for everyone. I know for me, though, doing yoga, especially during this time of year, just helps me to feel centered and kind of back in a good place. Um, another key thing, and it's kind of hard to do, um, you know, overall, is um, make sure when you're there that you're taking your breaks, um, that you're actually eating. A lot of people will go without eating, um, and it can be a really bad time if you mess up your eating habits and messing with your metabolism um, and stuff like that. So make sure you're taking your breaks. And if you can take your break away from your, your place of work, I really, really, really um, highly recommend it. Um, I know sometimes if, you know, Going out for lunch is not the most cost-effective thing, but sometimes from a mental perspective to get that change of scenery, it might be what you need um, to kind of stay afloat and, and stay focused. Um, and then, you know, uh, there's sometimes, um, if you have work buddies too, um, make sure that you're kind of like, you know, catching up with them. Um, and, and make sure, if the, and the thing is, if you guys need something, uh, take advantage of that kind of like friendship you have in the workplace or that, you know, co-workership. Um, if you can't necessarily leave your place, it's always good to have someone if they're able to leave to maybe go get you coffee um, for you or grab your lunch for you so you don't have to wait in line and lose that time of your break. Um, and then you'll be able to eat and drink, have good company around you, and actually enjoy your break um, instead of kind of wasting time. Uh, but I think it's really key to make sure you're getting those breaks um, and making sure you're staying um, tuned and focused into that. Um, I think another thing, too, is 
uh, in the management realm. If you can get two days off in a row, I think it's a really better way to do it, um, you know, just than having separate days off. I think the like, two days off in a row really helps to kind of plan with your life, um, get those holiday activities in, and kind of get you to be um, going good. So I think, two is just keeping your mindset fresh um, is a great example as well for your staff um, to kind of get them encouraged and to get them against the kind of burnout. And then I also think this time of year is a really good time to kind of evaluate, look at your store, um, and find the areas that need to change and kind of make a list and work on it throughout the season. I know it seems like a different thing, but make sure that your systems are in place because when you have better systems in place, you're going to have less frustration and you're going to have time to kind of create more of those moments for your customers or clients. And it's really going to help, um, your employees and kind of making sure that, um, they have what they need. Um, also think that you should share your vision with people that are in other departments. You all need to be on the same page and you all need to have like a clear emphasis on what's going on. So make sure you're having that kind of pre-holiday, um, meeting to make sure that everyone's on the same page and really ready to kind of uh, do what they need to do as far as kind of wrapping up. So overall, I think it's really good to make sure that you're, um, you're enjoying your family time and your holiday time, that you're pre-planning and getting everything done and out of the way, that you're taking care of your feet by wearing comfy shoes, you know, even getting a pedicure now and then uh, to kind of help to make sure they're good. Um, to make sure that you're staying hydrated, to make sure if you have friends or, or co-worker friendships that they like to say, that utilize that. Make sure that you're, you know, if they can run and get you food or a coffee, you know, ask them. Don't be afraid to ask. Take your breaks. Um, clearly emphasize what your vision is. And another great thing is if you have time off, take your time off and enjoy it. Kind of try to become a little bit detached from your work and really enjoy your time off when it's your time off. Um, my last thing that's going to really help to avoid the burnout Take deep breaths and just stay centered. Uh, you are going to have so many times during the holiday season where people, your staff, they're going to frustrate you. But count to seven. Take that deep breath. Walk it off. And just remember what it's really all about is just about bringing kind of that essence. You're, you're going to help that kid or that grandma or that mom make that magical moment in connection with their family so just take a deep breath um and if you have two minutes you know kind of do a little quick meditation and kind of like rub it off and just get back into it and get back into the holiday spirit and jam overall i think there are some really great uh ways to stay not getting burnt out during the holiday season if you just Focus in on what people need, being supportive, communication, enjoying the holiday season, and avoiding just feeling stressed and overwhelmed. Key into the channels of support that you have inside and outside of your working place, and always ask for help if you feel like you aren't able to get it. Remember, guys, take care of your toes, stay hydrated, make sure you're doing those deep breaths when you need them, and don't be the ultimate Grinch during the holiday season. Guys, that's all I have for you right now with beating the burnout. But what I want you guys to do is, as always, be well and be free. Keep on beating that Friday trap and that burnout. Guys, take care. Talk soon.